Welcome to Miles Away. I am your host, Zach Honig, editor-at-large at The Points Guy. And today I kind of want to give you an overview of what to expect from our weekly podcast. So my first guest is our senior Points and Miles editor, Nick Ewan. Welcome. Thank you, Zach. Excited to be here. Thanks for joining us. Nick is joining us from Florida, where it's a, a sweltering 84 degrees, 85 degrees. Yeah, it doesn't really feel like the holidays in December when it's 80-something degrees out. But, you know, we, we suffer through the, that so we can enjoy when it actually turns into Florida winter. So let's start off by talking about earning Points and Miles. You know, how does someone go about you know, racking up the, the travel rewards? Well, credit cards, I think, are the A number one. Of course, the usual caveats, I always say, make sure you pay your balance in full. Do not spend beyond your means. There are so many other ways to, to earn points and miles as well. When you shop online, uh, you should never go directly to a retailer's website. Always start at an online shopping portal. Uh, you can go to a website like cashbackmonitor.com, and you can see various different sites that will give you either bonus cashback, bonus airline miles, bonus credit card points for going through one of these online shops. Shopping portals. Uh, there are dining rewards networks where you know you have thousands of restaurants all across the country that will give you extra points or miles just by linking up a credit card, and then it's just no a no brainer. And then there are many other retailers, uh, some power companies, uh, Directv partners with a bunch of airlines and different programs. So there are many many different ways to earn miles in addition to actually traveling. That's a big misnomer is that a lot of people think, oh, I never travel, I can never earn enough miles. There's so many ways to do. Uh, to earn points, to earn miles other than traveling that everyone should be taking advantage of. Mm-hmm, definitely. Would, would you say you, f- you just focus on, on one or two programs, one airline program, one hotel program, or you, do you try to earn you know, across the gamut? I think it really depends on what you're trying to do. So whenever someone says, hey, Nick, what's the best credit card to get? I always ask them a few questions. One of the most important things is, well, what kind of rewards are you looking for? If someone just wants cash back, they don't even need to worry about a specific airline or a specific hotel program. Uh, they, They can just pick a credit card, earn cash back, and that goes right towards their bottom line. They can use it for whatever they want. So it really depends on what the individual is trying to get out of this hobby, uh, what they want to redeem for. Do they want to just take a simple domestic flight to go see grandma and you know, take the kids to see grandma a few times a year? Or are they looking for world-class vacations in business class and first class where they're flying around the world? That will really help determine where to really invest all of your time and energy. So a lot of people do just want cash back, but what other redemption opportunities that, you know exist out there beyond travel? Well, I think th- you can really use your points for almost anything these days. Um, cash back in the form of statement credits. There, uh, just about every credit card company, uh, hotel program, airline program will allow you to rede- redeem cash back for merchandise. Um, generally, though, those are not going to be at a very good value. So you want to try to avoid some of those uh, things. I know. I, g- I get a United Mileage Plus catalog every year. I think it, it just came. And so... I, I've never redeemed miles for a laptop, but I, I have enough for probably five MacBooks at this point. There you go. Yeah. But at, at, at the end of the day, you're really not going to get very good value out of them. And another one that's become really popular is actually a shop with points at Amazon.com. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon's such a huge popular retailer, and you can actually now redeem American Express points, Chase points, City points directly at Amazon. And some people think, oh, it's so great. It's right there for me. Um, I actually heard a notable radio host here in New York uh, bragging about using his oh, Amex no. points. 
points, uh, and I, that radio host will remain nameless, but um, suffice it to say that is not a good use of points. I personally would much rather redeem my Amex points for business class on Swiss Airlines to Europe or for first class on Cathay Pacific to Asia. There are just so many better ways to use it than retailers and then uh, at Amazon.com. I wasn't sure I was going to bring this one up, but now that you mentioned Amazon, my, my mom actually has finally got her to sign up for the Chase Sapphire Reserve card. And I said, save up these points. You're going to get a lot of points. It was during the 100,000-point bonus. You're going to have tons of points, enough to go business class to Europe. I'll help you redeem. We'll book an amazing trip. I go home for Thanksgiving one year, and we have these two folding plastic tables in the living room. And my mom says, see these tables? I got them for free. I'm like, well, how, how did you do that? Were they, you know along the side of the curb or at a garage sale or something. She said, no, no, no. Amazon emailed me. They said I have enough chase points to, to get these free folding tables. So she used almost her entire balance of chase points on two folding plastic tables. So um, she definitely knows better now. And if she's listening to this podcast, I, I'm sorry, mom. Good. Um, that, that really hurts my soul. So, um, Zach, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that's just that that's really devastating. But I'm glad that you have helped helped her see the light since that debacle. Absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about that light. I mean, the best redemption opportunities typically revolve around travel, either flights or hotels. Can you tell us a little bit about that. What can people expect? Well, yeah, I think the, the best thing uh, is to generally redeem for hotel po- or redeem for hotel stays or for uh, uh, free flights. With airlines. And generally, these are going to be at top tier properties. You know, for example, in the world of Hyatt program, their top tier Park Hyatt properties, like the Park Hyatt New York, are only 30,000 points per night. But oftentimes, the paid rates could be $900, $1,200. So the, it's a great way to really get an outsized value for uh, your points or your miles. One of the things that I personally love that I know you're going to spend a lot of time talking about are transferable point currencies. Uh, You know, the great thing about those particular programs is that they give you incredible flexibility. You're not locked into one airline, one hotel program. You have that shield or that guard against the program suddenly saying, you know what, we're going to double the cost of our awards overnight like we have unfortunately seen with uh, certain airlines and uh, hotel programs in the past. So that really gives you a lot of flexibility to unlock some amazing redemptions, especially if you're looking to visit world-class hotels, fly on really luxurious airlines in business class or even first class. Absolutely. So we're going to have a lot more time to dig in in future weekly episodes. But I want to round out this one with, with a, you know, a recap of your best ever redemption. What would you say was your best ever use of points and miles? So my best ever redemption was when my wife and I flew to Bali. This was back in 2012. Uh, we flew there uh, in first class on Cathay Pacific, one of the best first class products out there to this day. Uh, we each used 135,000 American miles uh, to get there and back. Sadly, that rate has now changed. So it is uh, quite a bit higher than that. Uh, but it was an incredible use of miles. We actually earned those miles from uh, being strategic with our credit card signups and um, using our credit cards to really boost our American uh, miles. And then we spent six nights at the Conrad Bali using uh, our Hilton Honors points. And uh, we're actually upgraded because of my automatic status that comes with my Hilton Honors credit card to the adults-only section. This beautiful, massive two-room suite had just a, a phenomenal stay. It was really it, it was great. But, you know, really the, the big thing as I look back on that that I think about is the fact that this is not a hobby where you want to 
earn a bunch of miles or earn a bunch of points and then hold on to them. This right, is no, not something you want. You're going to be earning interest on or anything like that. We uh, here at the Points Guy, I know you do as well, Zach, subscribe to an earn and burn mentality. Once you've earned those points, try not to let them sit there because you know we've seen a lot of programs that will you know change their rates and all of a sudden that award you were looking at is 20, 30, 50, 100 percent higher than it was the day before. So um, it's, a, it's a delicate balance to strike, but earn and burn is my overall recommendation. Definitely. I, I would say, yeah, my my best ever redemption. It's a similar example. I spent forty thousand United miles. It's jumped up to sixty five thousand. But even at sixty five thousand, it's a, a great value. It was nine hours in Thai Airways first class in the nose of the seven forty seven four hundred, and we flew from Sydney to Bangkok and then connected onto Hanoi. But in Bangkok, we got a free hour long massage. We had the nose of the seven forty seven all to ourselves. It was incredible. I mean, I think it was it's eleven or twelve seats on that plane, and the flight attendant actually said. Oh, hey, maybe use this one as your bed. This can be your dining room. Use, you know, this other suite as your living room. And, I mean, those those nine hours, they flew by, unfortunately. But, I mean, it's incredible what you can do with points and miles. It really is. I mean, uh, that Cathay Pacific flight my wife and I took, we dined together at 36,000 feet. Literally, the seats were big enough where we could sit across from each other, have a meal together. I know that Thai Airways first class lounge in Bangkok is oh supposed to be God. just amazing. So I'm, I'm a little jealous of you. You have to say. save time for that hour long massage. It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> the one time you want a long layover, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Nick. I uh, hope to have you back very soon on one of our full length episodes. And stay tuned. Lots more to come from miles away. 